0: WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call one eight hundred Steamer. First, the bipartisan friendship between Senators Coons and Flake, the subject of a Daily Beast article, quote, entitled, The Bipartisan Bromance That Doomed a Quick Kavanaugh Confirmation, and Andrew Desiderio with the Daily Beast covering Congress with us live. And, Andrew, I guess this was a long time in making, the two senators having uh, worked together, things from sub-Saharan Africa, and you do come up with a friendship
1: even across ideological lines. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, these two have really been at the forefront in terms of forging those bipartisan connections. You mentioned their congressional delegation trips together to Africa, uh, working on election monitoring issues. They also offered a resolution recently to reaffirm the FBI's uh, conclusions and the intelligence Comm- uh, community's conclusions on Russian election meddling. They've worked together on immigration reform, a bunch of topics. So it's not pr- it's surprising that these two were the ones to sort of bring this home.
0: Of course, you and others have also made the uh, comparison between Joe Biden and John McCain. Interestingly, Delaware D, Arizona R, and this becomes a parallel. But the question becomes hey, uh, Senator Flake is leaving uh, the Senate. Uh, Bob Corker in Tennessee is leaving the Senate. With whom could Senator Coons potentially uh, find uh, occasional alliances across the aisle in the future?
1: Right, that's a great a great question. It's something we considered after the passing of Senator McCain as well. And it seems like as time goes on here, as we get closer and closer to January, we're going to be losing more folks that that could potentially work across the aisle and and try to you know stop um, this spell of hyperpartisanism that is really plaguing the U.S. Senate today. I think it's really going to depend on what the outcome of the midterm elections is going to be. Uh, a lot of Republicans, I think, if they realize, if they come to the realization that the president. You know, actually hurt them in the midterm elections instead of help them. I think you might see some folks come forward more and be a more aggressive voice against the president and more willing to work with Democrats but again I think that really depends on the outcome of these midterm elections. I was
0: going to say because of course the other countervailing influence on Senator Coons just like uh, Delaware's senior Senator Tom Carper who picked up a progressive challenger in the end Carper won the primary easily but he campaigned and worked as though uh, that he could be upset and he worked hard to make sure that he wasn't a casualty and uh, presumably senator coons even though i'm sure he would tell us he's got to put uh, his beliefs in the country first not uh, mere electoral prospects but it's got to be the light of the train at the end of the tunnel that if he is seen as forging too many partnerships across the aisle it could hurt him uh, come primary time
1: yeah I i think that's something he should should definitely be be having in the back of his mind but as of right now I don't think that's a concern for him. I think he's focused on the moment and ensuring that uh, he can be influential in terms of bridging the divides that currently exist here on Capitol Hill.
0: All right, Andrew Desiderio, who uh, is from Philadelphia, knows Delaware well, talks to Senator Coons a lot. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. And Andy's with The Daily Beast.